Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Freedom Through Faith. Prepare to be blessed as pastor and teacher Robert Thibodeau leads us into the anointed study of the Word of God, teaching and empowering you how to impact your world with the gospel of Jesus Christ, teaching you how to receive the blessings and provisions of God and how to walk through this life with freedom through faith. And now, here's Pastor Robert Thibodeau. Hallelujah. Hello, everyone, everywhere. This is Pastor Robert Thibodeau. Welcome to Freedom Through Faith. Glory to God. We're so glad that you can join us today. We are blessed to be bringing you the Word of God throughout the world. This Word goes forth throughout the world. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, the Word of the Lord goes forth and does not return to Him void. His word accomplishes what you please. His word prospers where you send it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for the opportunity to preach your word to the world. Lord, may your word go forth. As we said, throughout this earth, there is somebody listening right now that is being blessed By the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. Father, in Jesus' name, we pray that each person touched by your word, if they are not your children right now, they will be right now in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you and praise you that your word touched our hearts, oh, so many years ago. And Lord, that you are the one who's in charge of this ministry. That you, Lord, your desire is for your people to be born again and become children of the Most High God. Father, show yourself strong through this broadcast. May we receive words of miracles being accomplished this day. Broken limbs healed. Cancer destroyed and cast out of people's bodies. Healings taking place all across this planet because of your word this day. And to you we give honor, glory, and praise. Have your way, Holy Spirit, with this broadcast. You're already doing it, I can tell. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Praise you, Jesus. I feel like casting away my notes and just going for the Holy Spirit this morning. Praise God. 
But because of time, I have to stay on track. Praise God. You know, if you're just ministering in, in uh, you know, a normal setting, you're not constrained by time. You go 10 minutes over or whatever. It doesn't matter. But when you're tied to this computer, and if I preach you know, 10 minutes extra, it doesn't matter. The, the radio station servers cut you off and go to the next program. Amen. This is a live broadcast, so I'm constrained by how much time we got left, which means I need to go ahead and get started. Praise God. Join me in our profession of faith, commonly referred to as the Apostles' Creed. I do this at the beginning of every program. As we lay the solid foundation upon which we build this day, just repeat after me. Our Father, who art in heaven. That's a, I was getting ready to pray the Lord's Prayer, but that's okay. We'll do that too. The Holy Spirit is leading that way. Holy is your name. Father, may your kingdom come and your will be done in this earth, just as your will is accomplished in heaven. Father, thank you. Thank you for supernatural provision in our lives. No need left undone. Father, thank you for the forgiveness of our sins. That's the focus. The forgiveness of our sins. Through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. Jesus, thank you for being our Lord and Savior. Jesus, because I have been forgiven, I ask that if I have aught against any in my heart, that you reveal it to me so I can make the decision to forgive those who sin against me. And Lord, I thank you. I am not ever led away in temptation. I am delivered at all times from all evil because you live inside of me. Praise God. And Father, I pray that all that is accomplished is for your honor, glory, and praise. In the name of Jesus, amen. Hallelujah. That was free, folks. That was no charge. Amen. And now let's go to our profession of faith, commonly referred to as the Apostles' Creed, as we lay the solid foundation upon which this message today has been built. Praise God. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. And in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead, praise God, ascended into heaven, and sits now at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty, from where he's coming soon to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit. I believe the church is the body of Christ. I believe in the communion of saints. I believe in the forgiveness of sins. I believe in the resurrection of the body. And I believe in life everlasting. In the name of Jesus, amen. Praise God. I can tell the Holy Spirit is moving already in today's broadcast. He's already moved several times just in the opening, praise God. I can hardly wait to see what he's going to do with the message today. Glory, hallelujah. 
Praise God. If you have your Bibles, turn to 1 Kings chapter 17. Praise the Lord. We started last week basically with an introduction to Elijah. Now, if you remember his name, Elijah, Elijah, Elijah in Hebrew, literally means Yahweh is my Lord or my God. The prophet's name very clearly defined his mission to demonstrate or prove that Yahweh is, in fact, not only his God, but the one and only true God. Amen? Now, 1 Kings chapter, uh, 1 Kings chapter 17, last time we began in verse 1, we're going to begin today in verse 2. Praise the Lord. You know, I don't see anything wrong with starting in verse 1. We'll just go ahead and start in verse 1, the Holy Spirit says. Elijah, the Tishbite, who was of the inhabitants of Gilead, approached the king himself, even though the threat of death was hanging over him because Ahab and Jezebel were killing all of the prophets of the Lord, Jehovah. He said, as the Lord God of Israel lives, before whom I stand, there will not be dew nor rain these years, but according to my word. Now, verse 2. And the word of the Lord came to Elijah, saying, and I love this, instead of patting him on the back and saying, Elijah, what a good job you did. Thank you for telling the king exactly what I said. You're just blessed beyond measure right now. Instead of saying that, God came to Elijah and said, Run, boy, run. Read it. The word of the Lord came to him saying, Get thee hence. That's get out of here. Run. And turn eastward and hide yourself by the brook Cherith that's before the Jordan. And it shall be that you shall drink from the brook. And I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. Now, last time I introduced to you the concept of a place called there. Do you remember? I told you that as we closed last time that I would go further into detail on a place called there as we take it up today. And, and that's what we will be focusing on the rest of this broadcast today. Brother Barb, are we going to study Elijah or the Bible or something? Yeah! But in order for you to fully understand what Elijah is all about, I mean, it's important for you to grasp and comprehend exactly what Elijah was doing, what God was telling him to do, and why. You know, to not understand what I'm teaching on today, a place called there, we could actually have entitled as your place called there. And you'll find out why in a minute. You missed the entire story of Elijah. The underlying meaning. I mean, read this again. Beginning in verse 2 this time. The word of the Lord came to him saying. Now let me stop there for a second. Like I said, we covered this last time, but I want to reemphasize it here. Who is the word of the Lord 
Who is the Word of God? Jesus, right? So we could say, you could literally read this and say, Jesus came to Elijah and said to him, Get out of here, boy. Turn eastward. Hide yourself by the brook Cherith. Hurry. Get out of town. And it shall be that you shall drink from the brook. And I have commanded. The Lord had already commanded and set into action that the ravens will feed you. What's the word? There. Notice, the Lord has already made the provision available. It has, or he has already commanded the birds to bring Elijah provision. He's already commanded the brook to flow through that place. It is already in action. It is already happening. God made the supernatural provision for Elijah. Why? Because Elijah did exactly what God told him to do by faith without trying to think it through. He didn't contemplate, you know, if I go up to the king and say this, there's a pretty good chance I'm going to get killed, have my head lopped off. At a minimum, they're going to come and ransack my home, arrest me, and put me in jail. You know, this might not be a good thing. God, let's rethink this. No, Elijah didn't do that. God said, go talk to the king and tell him this. And Elijah said, okay. That's what we need to do by faith. Just do what God tells us to do without thinking it through sometimes. Amen. And because he did that, now the Lord has a responsibility to take care of Elijah. As you can imagine, Elijah is now in deep trouble with the king. We covered last time that when Elijah said this and turned around and walked away, you know, Ahab probably turned to his aides and said, who was that guy? And they probably laughed it off. Oh, that senile old guy, you know. He spent too much time out in the desert sun. But then it didn't rain that week. And it didn't rain the next week. And it didn't rain the next week. And now the crops are starting to, you know, wither. And it didn't rain the next week. And after a month or so, you know, Ahab is like, maybe this guy really did curse us. Let's find him. Because he said it wasn't going to rain until he said it could rain. Let's find him and... We have ways of making him talk to make it rain. I'm sure that's what their thoughts were. But God was taking care of his prophet. Amen? I mean, he is in deep trouble with his king, or with the king, and especially with the king's wife, Jezebel. I mean, once the drought came to pass... He would have remembered what Elijah said. He probably told Jezebel, and she said, go find him. Find him. Bring him back here. We will make him talk. And they start looking for Elijah. They search throughout the entire kingdom. Everybody says, no, we haven't seen him. We haven't seen him at all. They start 
searching the neighboring territories, you know, asking their kings and their governors, have you seen Elijah? If Elijah's in your province, you bring him to me. And they're getting sworn statements from them. No, no, we searched. He's not here either. They don't know where he is. And prior to all this happening, the Lord had supernaturally began providing for Elijah's protection and provision. Notice where the Lord sends this provision. I have already commanded the ravens to feed you. There. God made provision for Elijah, but he it was not sent directly to Elijah. The provision was sent to a place God wanted him to go. A place called there. And it is in that place that Elijah had to go to receive the provision God had already put in place. Whenever God tells you to do something, he makes full provision available for you. He does not expect you to go to the store and spend your own money trying to do what it is he's telling you to do. Now, let me paraphrase that by saying that if he tells you to do that, to take your own money and buy this subject or thing at the store, then that's what you need to do. Now, I've seen people, and shamefully I must confess, that I have also stepped out of the will of God sometimes in this area also. I've you know, stepped out and done things on my own and did not wait for the provision that God was making available arrive. And when you try and get ahead of God, well, you are ahead of God. You're not with God. Amen. But sometimes people have also stepped out on a word from God and they did not see what God intended work out. Instead of seeing the provision, they suffered problems instead as well as me. I've done that too. And it makes you wonder, if you're honest and bold enough to admit it, what happened? Was God faithful or unfaithful? And if you stop and analyze what you heard and what they heard and then how it was implemented, usually there's something that we failed to do, which stopped them from being in their place called there the place God had sent the provision. You know, there are times and instances where God will have you pack up and move across the country, even though you don't want to. When I was in Texas, I loved Texas. I still love Texas. And God was telling us, I need you to pack up and go to Maryland. Well, that meant starting all over. I did not want to do I didn't. I do not like the East Coast of the United States. I don't like anything about it. But yet, God had made it clear, this is where you are going to go. And I said, no, I'm not. I will serve you here. 
And slowly, things began to happen in my life and in our finances that continued to put a squeeze on us until ultimately I had to say, okay, I'll go, but I'm only staying a couple years till I come back. But God got us to where he wanted us. We came to Maryland. And from the moment we arrived in Maryland, we could see God's provision making blessing and making way for us here. Things began to happen almost supernaturally. Doors opening for us that had remained shut. You know, the feeling that your prayers weren't getting any higher than the ceiling. The, the heavens had been made brass where your prayers were. Suddenly our prayers were being answered again. And we knew, and I still know, this is where God wants us. And it has been, at the time of this recording, 17 years, and we're still here. Glory to God. Do I love Maryland? Do I love the East Coast of the United States? No. If I had my way, I'd pack up tomorrow and be gone. to Florida, or Texas, or Colorado, or Arizona, somewhere where it's warm. Glory to God. Or beautiful. But... God has not given us that release. And he said, your provision is here. And I want to stay in the provision of God. Amen. Our family is now here. My grandchildren, this is the only home they've really known. We're here. We have roots here. Our ministry is here. I have ministry friends here. We have more friends here now than we do elsewhere because we've been here so long. This is where God said, I will bless you there. And he has, and he continues to do so. And Elijah's running into the same situation. He does not want to pull up roots. When God said, run boy, go to the book Brook Carith, and I will... I have already commanded the birds to take care of you. Your provision will be there. Elijah said, I don't want to go. My family is here. I got a house here. I have friends here. I can minister for you just as well here as I can there. Matter of fact, if I go out there, I can't minister for you at all. But instead of reasoning it out like that, which means... Where is the provision? The provision is still there by the brook Carith. Instead of reasoning it out like that, and Elijah said, if you want to bless me, God, bless me here. God said, no, your blessing is there. If you stay here, you are missing your provision. You are missing your blessing. Amen. You are not going to be able to do it. Praise the Lord. But Elijah didn't do that, did he? You see, when God tells you to do something, he provides for us every single time we do what he tells us to do. He loves his children. He loves us. He has made abundant provision for everything we need. 
But that provision is not sent to where we are. It is sent to where God wants us to go. It is sent to where we are supposed to be in order to serve God, for God to give us protection, to preserve us, to provide for us. Therefore, if we are not obedient and we do not follow through on what God has told us to do, we can mess up the entire supply train for our lives. Take, for example, a quarterback in football. He throws a pass to his receiver. Every, you know, is was once asked of a coach, I can't remember, I want to say Bear Bryant, but I can't be sure on that. They said, you know, when you were down at the two-yard line, your own two-yard line, you were 98 yards away, at which time did you design a play to score a touchdown? And his response was, every play including defensive plays, we design to go all the way to the end zone. Now think about that. It could be, you know, from down at your own two-yard line looking 98 yards upfield, you don't have any operating room down in that end. You would think that, you know, we'll just hand it off to the linebacker and let him run straight up into the group and try and get three, four, five yards. But you see, that play is actually designed that if the blockers do their job properly, that guy is going to run all the way 98 yards for a touchdown, glory to God. It's not designed just to get three or four yards. That may be the outcome, but it's designed to go all the way for the touchdown. Hallelujah. And that's the way we need to be as well. For we know that's the way God is. He's designing us to score a touchdown for him, praise God. Now, the quarterback, when he throws the ball to the receiver, he is throwing it to where the receiver is supposed to be. He's leading him. But if that quarterback isn't where, I mean, if that receiver is not where he's supposed to be. He's you know, going to miss the ball. It's just going to fall on the ground or worse yet, be intercepted. You know, I've seen receivers break right and the quarterback's throwing the ball left. But just as he throws the ball, the receiver breaks back to the left again, fooling the defender, and ends up right where the ball is at that exact moment he hits that spot. Just as he gets to that exact spot, the ball is right there. The quarterback did not throw the ball where he was. He threw it where he was supposed to be. Amen. You have just heard a message of encouragement from anointed pastor and teacher Robert Thibodeau with Freedom Through Faith Ministries in Baltimore, Maryland. For more information on the Freedom Through Faith Ministries or to invite Pastor Thibodeau to your church, please visit our website, www.ftfm.org. That's FTFM for Freedom Through Faith Ministries. Again, that's ftfm.org. Until next time, when we gather together around the Word of God, be blessed. And remember, we serve an awesome God.
With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.